Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Do you pee in the shower? No. Yeah, I used to, I didn't either. I used to think it was very unsanitary, but then somebody said it's uh it's good for athlete's foot and for your drain. So not every time, but you know, occasionally. So I've taken it up. I've taken up peeing in the shower now. <laughs> I've taken it up. It's my new thing. It's my new hobby, right. <laughs> I do it when we're like if we're on vacation and we've been out all day and like Scott really has to pee and I have to really have to pee, I'm like, I'm just gonna go in the shower. I mean, the day's tight. Schedule's tight. You know, if yeah. you can kill two at one time. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you won't pee in your own shower. I just don't like it. I feel like it splashes on my feet, which I think is part of the thing that they say is supposed to be awesome about it. But I don't I just don't enjoy the, the feeling. Well, I have to ask this question because you talk about these pool, you know, these uh, pool, the pool bars. I'm too drunk. I just don't care. So you'll sit in your own pee at a bar in Mexico. Yeah. I know it doesn't make sense. But you won't pee in your own shower at home. No, because I'm trying to get clean from all of the other things. I I don't feel like I should be just camped. I don't know. It's weird. I get it. All right. Well, they asked men. Women are not really the focus of this study. Survey was about men. They asked men about what they really do when they're in the shower. And 83% of men pee in the shower for what it's worth. Mm Sometimes. not quite sure how to say this. Use that time to gratify themselves. Let's put it that way. I know people that do that. 40% brush their teeth in the shower. I don't like that See, either. See, now that's where I think it's unsanitary. That's where I draw the line. I don't know why I find that because gross. Because you're peeing in there and your toothbrush <laughs> in there. That's why you find it disgusting. I have one of those flossers that's on a on a stick that looks like a toothbrush. Like a yeah. water pick? No, it's just got a piece of floss on the end. They're, you can, right. they're disposable. You take them off and oh, throw okay. them away and put a new one on. And that's in the yeah. shower? And I put I do it while I'm standing in there. Uh-uh. Hmm. No. Uh, 20% sometimes only wash the important parts. <laughs> they're so-called important parts and not their entire body. Oh, man, you got to do it all behind the ears. Everywhere. Downtown. Feet. Right. Yeah. You got to get everything in there. And washing your hair and just allowing the shampoo to flow over your skin does not count as washing. That's not washing? <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh. All right. Um, here, Here's kind of a gross question, and I, I, I don't mean to be gross, but I'm hearing this is a thing, and so I'm going to ask you guys. I figure if it's a thing, one of you two, more than likely Tim, will know that this is a thing if it is a thing. Apparently, people are getting more and more into holding their pee, into not going number one when they have to, because when they finally do go to the bathroom, they enjoy that feeling of relief even more. Yeah. Is that a real thing? I will say that that is not a thing for me, but lately I have noticed when in public bathrooms that there are some very loud verbal 
size. Going to the bathroom. Itself. See, I'm just really huh. bad about making. I drink a lot of water, and in this room, I hold it often. Right. So when I do finally like make myself go during a break, I'm like, ah, yeah, like you, it yeah. is a very like a satisfying you know, it's a, purpose though. It's a it's, satisfying feeling of release. So I can see why people would hold it for that. But I've I've pod. even made I've even made mention to people close people in, in my circle. Oh my God, another one in there. Yeah. It's like, oh! Yes. <laughs> last, oh, damn! Last night, oh, I was, Like, um, hands on your hip, one on the, yeah. one on the, and this is like daytime. This is not like drunk bar stuff. Yeah. Last this is night, just at work. <laughs> I was out at dinner with uh, Toria and our friend Noel, and I had to go to the restroom, but I sat during the entire meal after I had three cocktails and a water, and I was like, Girls, it's going to take me like a minute because I've been holding it for so long. Right. Well, they say that that's bad for you, but apparently more and more people are getting into holding it so that when they do finally go to the bathroom, it feels extra good. So which stupid. It, I know. It's so weird, but they actually have a name for it, and it's called pegasm. And pegasm is getting more and more popular The doctors feel the need to warn people not to join the trend because they say if you do it too much, you could develop a urinary tract infection. Yeah, or- it's really bad for you. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or even permanently damage your bladder. And, uh, you know, I know that sometimes like just doing the show, you know, we're on the air from a little before six to ten o'clock in the morning and, uh, you don't even leave the room sometimes until nine. At the earliest. Yeah, and you probably have to go the whole time. I, yeah, I mean, I, it, that last couple of hours, you know, I'm, but Holding it's weird. Head. Like, I, it feels like I have a very large bladder. I don't feel the need to go often, but yeah, sometimes when I do, especially after, you know, four, five, six hours, it's a real release. Well, it just goes on forever. It's like, wow, I should have... <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. So anyway, it's just a good time to remind you not to do that. Hit the bathroom, even for those just-in-case peas. Uh, it's actually a good thing. It'll shrink up your bladder. So, you, you know, I don't know. I guess that's... You wind up having to go a lot more often, but they say it's better for your overall bladder health. And FYI. that's different from... Yeah, I'm sure, Jeff, you've had these moments where you just go on any regular time without holding it. Just... It's yeah. time to go, but at the end you get that little that little shiver. <laughs> that's not a that's not a pegasm. See, my boyfriend calls that like a a pea shiver, and I'm like, <laughs> do girls do that? Because I don't feel like I've ever had a pea shiver. He'll you, be like, he'll be know. like, oh, I just got the pea shivers, and I'm like, what are you even talking about? No, that might know. be related to the part of your body that's exposed to colder air that <laughs> the release is sends happening. a shiver up your spine. Yeah, I think that's a different thing. 
Uh, Nike and General Mills just released the new limited edition pairs of basketball shoes that are based on different cereals, and they're all based on the basketball shoe line Nike makes for, uh, is this, I don't know this player, is this Kyrie Irving from the Boston Celtics or Kyrie Irving from the Boston Celtics? I think Kyrie sounds good. All right. Anyway, I guess he really likes cereal, and he also genuinely believes the earth is flat. Oh, it's this guy. Okay. What can I tell you? He's eclectic. And... The three new shoes are Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which are brown and covered in swirls, Lucky Charms, which are bright red and have embossed pictures of the marshmallow shapes, and Kicks, which fittingly for that cereal are pretty boring and just looks like a bright yellow and blue shoe. Oh, and the liners inside the shoes have pictures of the actual cereal on them. The retail price is $120, and Nike is going to release them on their... Snickers app on Saturday, but for now they're selling them at random pop-ups at basketball events in big cities. So if you don't have the app, it's spelled S-N-K-R-S, and that'll get it done. Okay, you probably heard of pheromones, right? You know what pheromones are? Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Pheromones are the chemicals we sweat out, and they are a big part of what makes different people attracted to us. So this is taking it to the next level. Now there are pheromone parties. Pheromone parties. Before you go to one, you're supposed to wear a shirt for a few days to get it nice and sweaty. Nice and ripe. I was just going to ask, is this just something? I go cut the grass for two hours in hot humidity and then show up at a party? I I think so. I don't know that you want it to smell bad necessarily, but you absolutely, like if you're out and about and you're... Just living your daily life, and just it's been you. some warm days. Yeah, it's it's you. And after you've worn it for a few days, you put the shirt in a bag, take it to the party, and then people <laughs> take turns smelling everyone's sweaty shirts. Oh, so you don't wear it. You just take it in the bag to the party. Right. That makes and sense. You okay. don't show whose shirt is what. Like, it's all, you know... I guess. Like a wine tasting where you don't really know what you're drinking, and then at the end they do the big reveal. Yes. So you mark down which shirt you're attracted to, and after everyone's done smelling, you get to see whose shirt is whose, and then you can talk to the people whose scents got you going. This is interesting. A woman who recently hosted this pheromone party in San Francisco says it's a different take on mating because it's so visceral and subconscious and sweaty. Don't forget sweaty. But wouldn't that be interesting if there was just a scent or something about a shirt that just sucked you in, it just drew you in, and then you met the person and you didn't feel like you had anything in common with them at all, or you didn't feel like you were compatible with that person. Right. I, I I, I would love to know what that's like, you know, like being really attracted to their scent, like that animalistic part, but then intellectually maybe not connecting with them at all has got to be interesting. Because the assumption you're making is that you're going to just mentally click with them, and you won't necessarily. But I think that you would have really good relations because you're obviously attracted, but they could be completely stupid and you can't stand talking to them, but that part would be awesome. Yeah, if you take the brain out of it, if you take the brain and the heart out of it and you go strictly animalistic, Animalistic, yeah. how different would it be? Maybe it's just a good way to get the, you know, give it a whirl. See who you smell and who you like. You go then on a couple dates with each one of these people or whatever. 
and then see if it pans out. I want Jeff, though. I would be so interested to see who I would connect with smell-wise. I'm just visualizing the party. I'm not going to say who, but I have been allowed to be part of one of those all-female toy parties. Yeah. To do a little investigative work. Right. That I'm not supposed to be at. And they sit in a circle and pass things around and try them out and show them and smell them and smear yeah. it and all sorts of stuff. Is it similar? I think Is it just so. a bunch of people sitting in a circle passing around a bag of clothes? Well, I don't really know if it's like sitting in a circle. I think it would be like a big open room of people. Like, have you tried number 47 yet? <laughs> what about number two? This one's awesome. Oh, you this know? is a little musky. Yeah, but oh, I, yeah. they do. Those parties actually sell like pheromones in a bottle mm-hmm. that they tell you that you're supposed to put on yourself that mixes with your natural scent and makes you more desirable to the opposite or same sex or whatever you're into. Yeah. I don't know if those work or not, but. What I, what did I say yesterday? We were talking and, you know, Kristen's been gone most of the summer. Oh, yeah. And Rich was like, do you miss her? And I'm like, yeah, I do, you know. And I was kind of listing some of the things that I miss about her just being around. And one of the things that I mentioned, I'm like, I miss her smell. Isn't that interesting? Yes, you did say that. Uh, Hey, this is interesting. There's a 26-year-old guy in London. His name is Sid. And Sid recently got a customer service assistant job with British Airways. But at the end of his training, he was fired because of his man bun. The company says his man bun does not fit their uniform policy. Hmm. I don't know why it would be a violation. I don't see what difference it makes. It's just his hair. It's a hairstyle. And he's saying that, understandably, he feels that is sexist against him because they don't seem to have a problem letting a woman wear her hair in a bun. What? Why should it make a difference just because it's a man? There are plenty of men that have man buns. Yeah. Uh, as far as we know, he is not willing to get rid of the man bun just to take that particular job. So... He, I guess, is going to find work elsewhere in the meantime. Oh, and he is not planning on suing. He just wanted to publicly point out that he thinks the whole thing is dumb. Stupid. <laughs> I agree. Hey, speaking of something that uh, we all thought was dumb, that's arguable. IHOP and that stupid IHOP stunt. Yeah, when they changed their name to the burger joint. Yeah, somewhere out there, there was a marketing executive saying, I can't believe this actually worked. Back in June, IHOP changed its name to IHOB with a B for their new line of burgers. And the internet was weirdly obsessed with that name change until they switched back to IHOP a month later. You know, as someone, I mean, we work in, you know, we work, we're, we're broadcasters, but we're in the advertising marketing world. Right. And and when this all went down, I was like, this is brilliant. Why didn't we think of something like this? I mean, it is stupid, but how much free advertising did they get oh, out of ton. it? Oh, a ton, yeah. Yeah, it worked because according to IHOP, that dumb stunt led to 20,000 news articles, 36 billion social media impressions, and their burger sales quadrupled. So there's something to be said for that. I know. That's pretty incredible. Did you guys go and have a burger? I did I not. Home? I did not. No. Not either. But I guess a lot of people did. Okay. Uh, one other quick item here. Do you think you check your phone too much? Yes. 
Yeah. Tim, do you think you check your phone too much? Uh, prob- I would say no. I don't check it too much. I don't think I do either, but only 34% of people think they do. 50% of people say they look at it the right amount, and 8% of people say they're not looking at it enough. So I don't know what that says about us or how truthful we're being, but I will tell you that younger people are much more likely to admit that they check their phones too much. Younger people, which I found interesting. You would think they'd be more defensive about it, but they're not. Do you feel like younger people are always on their phone, though? And I, I mean, I appreciate that, Agreed. They're, that and they're admitting that they actually know they're on it too much. Yes, 56% of people under the age of 24 say, yep, I look at it too much. I'm looking at my screen way too often versus just 8% of people over the age of 65. So there you have it. Okay, 743, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, more proof that our pets really do make us happier. They polled 2,000 people over the age of 55. Half of them had at least one cat or dog. The other half did not have pets. The ones who did have pets twice as likely to consider themselves a success in life. All right. Isn't that interesting? That is pretty cool. Not just happy, successful. The ones with pets were also more likely to be married, more likely to have kids, more likely to volunteer, more likely to have a college degree, and more likely to have a job they like. And... The people with pets made about $5,000 more per year on average. Wow. Maybe we should get a dog at our house or something. Now, I don't know which came first. I don't know if the pet came first or all these great things in life came first. So if first. I get two pets, does my average pay go up by double that that amount? That's a good question. So. Now, I will say that these folks who had pets got almost twice as much exercise as people who did not have pets. Uh, 90% of people with pets said they think it's good for their health and well-being, and a third say it adds to their purpose in life. There were a few areas where non-pet owners did excel, though. The survey found that people who did not have pets were more likely to have their mortgage completely paid off and about 10% more likely to retire early. All right. I like that. There you go. I feel like we live out in the country. We have so many animals everywhere. It's almost like we own a pet. Yesterday. Oh, go ahead. Like yesterday, we had five deer across the street right in the middle of the afternoon. Just hanging out. Just eating. Just enjoying Ross. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.